0: mic check one two one two what's up apple top ready for spring girl i can feel it it. (laughs) we got eight more days come on baby come on (laughs) (laughs) yes we did just
1: have spring forward which i know so 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 many people hate losing that hour and i'm gonna get so much shit for this but i love it i love it i don't love losing the sleep but man it makes the work days go by faster. It makes everything just uh, the days are longer because I don't, I don't know how much we've talked about it. But as you know, I'm, a, I'm asleep by like eight o'clock when the sun goes down too early. I can't do this.
0: Like clockwork. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't even want to be. I cannot fight it. Like There's not enough coffee or soda or any type of caffeine in the world to keep
0: me awake when my body decides it's done. Right, right. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I've been dreaming of spring, and this happens to me every year. This year is no different, except for this year. I have to say this rain has kicked my tail. I am asthmatic, and for me, my personal asthma, fall and winter are terrible for me, and I have eczema, my, and so my skin is dry. I, just, I, hate, I hate when it turns winter like that. I just hate it so much. And I'll be dreaming of when are we going to have spring and summer? And, and when it comes, oh, my God, it's like the dead has awoken. <laughs> <laughs> I am here!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, so know, it's, it's like that. Like, I swear it's overnight. You know, like, I felt like this week I walked outside um, because my uh, – my morning ritual is to walk outside with my dogs and be their personal toilet pooper scooper person every morning. And um, I, uh, toilet attendant, that's what I meant to say. They're, they're a little bathroom attendant. Can I get that for you, sir? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and like, I walked out this morning and I think yesterday, or might have been day before, and it was like, it smelled like spring, even though it's still too chilly. I could tell, like, it was coming, the geese are coming by, like, I feel like such a little bumpkin, I'm like, look at the geese flying by. Have you, have things started to bloom there? Um, a little bit, you know what's bloomed? The weeds, the fucking weeds. We have our, our we have um, landscaping in our front yard, which anybody that knows me knows it's it's oh it's the bane of my existence I didn't want landscaping in our yard my dear dear husband wanted landscaping in our yard when we when we first moved in because somebody that lived here before us uh had done landscaping and it it, you know wasn't kept up when they left so it had kind of gotten gross and um I wanted to just put down you know rocks and you you know what I'm saying like the the nice rocks that people put down um in the front of their like as you walk up to their house, instead of planting plants, mm-hmm. they just, put. so I wanted to do that very, very little upkeep other than when the weeds come through the rocks and you got to spray them or pull them out. And no, no, no. Somebody said we had to have all kinds of trees and plants and bushes and
0: I'm rich. <laughs> I am Rick.
1: <laughs> let me tell you what I hate the most that what the, the two things out there that I swear to you, if he would let me, I would burn them to the ground. the knockout (laughs) roses I hate me some knockout roses (laughs) why because they are erratic in the way they grow they need a lot of pruning in order to make them look the way you see them on tv or people that know how to prune them I can't get anywhere near them because they're covered in thorns all over the place so it's like if I have to get any weeds down there or if we are doing Christmas lights like you're getting stabbed by them and and they will grow and grow like you can cut them down to the base and they'll keep coming back and that's what i want to do cut the shit down every year cut them down cut them all the way down to the base and then that way when they grow up it won't be that big they're huge right. they are huge and we oh i they're they're not <laughs> 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 oh um i have a blue spruce that i picked out and uh it, it, it's my baby. I love that thing. I love, <clears throat> excuse me. I love the blue spruce and it's just barely big enough to lay like some Christmas lights over this year, which we did do. But mm-hmm. that is, that's my baby. I love that thing. That's the kind of stuff I like. I don't want a bunch of flowers. I don't want a lot of I don't think upkeep. I know what that is. It's just a, a Christmas tree. Essentially. It looks like a pine tree that is blue instead of green. Oh, it's blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it grows blue. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take a picture of it. I mean, it's not super blue. I've
0: never seen one.
1: Yeah, it's it definitely has a like a blue tinge to it that you can tell, and especially when it's next to like a greenery, which there's a green plant. No, nope, you know what? There's not a green plant next to it anymore because when I was weeding one day, I thought that was a weed and I ripped that shit out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, let me let me elaborate just a little bit that I didn't want it. Because I, as I've said, anybody listening knows I'm not an outdoorsy person. I don't want to have to go outside and pull weeds for hours because it hurts my skin to be out in the sunlight, no matter how much sunblock I put on. And um, I don't, I don't like bugs touching me, and I don't like dirt. I'm not a nature person. I don't. I love to sit inside my house with the windows open and smell the fresh air, but I don't want to sit out in it. So somebody told me when we got the landscaping, oh, no, I'll take care of it. I love doing that kind of stuff, just the same way that I love cutting the grass. I tell you right now, when he listens to this podcast, he's going to be so bitter because we've had this argument a thousand (laughs) times where he's like, well, if it looked nice, you know, if it was good landscaping, like the, the landscapers did an okay job. We just have terrible soil And weeds come up like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's insane how quickly they take over. And no matter what we put down, no matter what we've changed, we just can't stay on top of them unless we're out there every couple of days. And working full time, neither one of us wanted to do that. So what would happen was we'd get a letter from the HOA saying, hey, you've got 30 days to clean your shit up or we're going to come out and do it for you and send you a bill. Mm -hmm. So I would get out there for hours pissed off that I had to do it. And this has happened every year. (laughs)
0: I love I I can't do the lawn because of my allergies and my asthma I can't I can go out and I will do the first plant of the season I will because I have a flower bed that's right there um um, in front of my walkway well that sounds weird I'll take a picture and you can whenever I do it anyways there's a, a flower bed right there and so I like to plant flowers but um. Now my annuals have started. Are, you, are they called annuals? Pretty. You
1: know what? That is so exactly. When you said it, I was like, Oh, she knows the lingo.
0: I I know it's one of those. Anyway, they. I think it's annuals that they come back every year, and but then some don't. So I'll I'll fill it in with, and I love to have lots of lots of color, and then I'll do flowers in the front of my hedges in front, and after that, you. Know, I I do not like. We have a, we have a law guy He comes in, he does all of that stuff. So we, we did for
1: a little while, we had somebody that we paid um, and that was just like a a friend's husband and and he does it as a a business, but he does it commercially. So, you know, he was trying to keep up with it for us, but he doesn't really make a lot of bank off us as opposed to commercially paying his bills. So, um, and then we just never really got anybody to come in regularly. It just, it just fell by the wayside. But I will tell you the one thing that I have. I have a honeysuckle plant. I have the. Oh, yeah. I, have, I have a vine, a honeysuckle vine. I ordered a honeysuckle bush. They were very hard to come by. I could not find them anywhere locally. So I actually had to order it off Amazon. This was, I think, five years ago. And um, this honeysuckle, like I said, I, I ordered a bush. I did not get a bush. I got a vine.
0: I love the way they smell. Yes.
1: So they remind me of my grandma, and my grandma's name was Doris. So my honeysuckle's name is Doris. I call her Doris. (laughs) (laughs) And Doris has been living in my bathroom in a pot for five years. Because when I. In your bathroom? In my bathroom. Listen, let me tell you why. Because um, when I got Doris, Doris was very, very tiny. And I asked my, I had a friend that I worked with and I had asked her like, hey, I know nothing. All I want to do is make sure this thing doesn't die. So what do I do? And when I got it, um, I need to keep saying her, I'm, Doris is the honeysuckle. I'm going to keep calling her Doris. So when I got Doris off Amazon, I told my friend at work, um, she wouldn't mind me using her name for this. Her name is Janice. So I asked Janice, what do I do? Because she was total green thumb. And she said, well, it's too hot. You can't, you can't plant her. She'll die. So you're just going to have to keep her somewhere cool, somewhere that doesn't get a ton of sunlight, because she she helped me look up the fact that these honeysuckles, they thrive in partial, um, partial shade. So Mm -hmm. she was like, put her in a bathroom. And I said, well, my bathroom gets really cold. She's like, well, that's good. That's what they want. I know nothing. So I'm like, won't that kill her? Mm -hmm. She's like, no, listen to me. I'm telling you, like, she'll be fine. (laughs) <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I I did I she was like just put her near a window not in the windowsill it'll be too much you know for her. put her on the the of your bathtub or something I have a huge window that that I look out when I lay in my bathtub and my bathtub's like a you know big soaking tub um and it has a lip on it so I put her in a little potting thing and I stuck her over there and for quite a long time like I'd water her and and again I told you we have terrible soil so again my friend Janice was like you know I mean she might die. Like if you don't have good enough soil, you need to get out there. You got to water. You got to check on it. You got to do this. I'm like, you know what? She's just gonna stay in this pot for another year. Like I didn't. And <laughs> so then she started to die. And I told her, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, one thing I was watering her way too much because again, I know nothing. She's like, you're drowning her. Stop. Like you're gonna kill her. Like stop. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Then she told me I had to take this plant out of the pot it was in because it was too small. And repot it. I had to be really careful to take all the, like all the dirt off of its tiny little vines and not, you know, break them into pieces, like its little roots i mean, and not break it up. And so I did this little potting surgery on Doris and I put her in a bigger pot and then she started to thrive. And it took two or three years before I saw um, a bloom, like an actual honeysuckle bloom. But one thing that's really funny about this honeysuckle, and I think it is because it's in my bathroom, they don't smell like anything. Like they, they yeah. no scent at all. Um, but you know what? When I was a little kid, my grandma used to take me down to look, we used to pick wild cherries off our cherry trees and eat these like super bitter, sour cherries. And we used to, you know, pick honeysuckle, pull the little, you know, the little thing out and put the little drop of like nectar on your tongue, you know, that tastes like honey. Yeah. And I tried to do it with, with Medoris and it does taste the same. It just, uh, she just has absolutely no scent. So. How interesting. Yeah
0: very interesting yeah so let me tell you about my long guy let me tell you I love him okay he is this little cute I just want to hug him every time but I don't (laughs) (laughs) Asian man and he looks to me he appears like he would probably be like 60 which means he's probably like 90 right okay but, you know what I'm saying? And he is the sweetest thing ever. Like, he doesn't talk very good English. Um, he says maybe in the, I think that we've had him for, I don't know, five, seven years, something like that, in that amount of time, I don't know, maybe we said 20 words to each <laughs> other. <laughs> but I, I totally look forward to the phone call that he gives every when it comes back in the season like every uh right now as I've already got a phone call um and it will say uh I come cut grass now <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making anybody I'm not making fun of the way he talks I love him and I love it <clears throat> but he say I come cut grass now and I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yes sir <laughs> yeah he is so sweet oh my gosh he's a sweet and i don't know how his little i mean he's little when i'm tall i'm five foot four i'm taller than him i'm bigger than i could squash him okay (laughs) yeah he's so little he gets out there and he loves doing his thing like he he pretty much has at least half of half of our street and our street goes uh, it's a very long street and it goes up to a cul-de-sac and he he has a lot of people over here.
1: You know what? There is there is something to be said um about Asian culture and and I, I'm gonna blanket it because I I can't I don't know enough about it to separate it and to say, well, this particular section of Asian culture is this way and this way and this way. But there is something to be said about the difference between American and Asian culture as far as work is is pride. I mean, you put you put your heart and soul and your love into everything you do and it doesn't matter what it is. Like that's how so many Asian cultures are brought up where I don't care if you're sweeping the floor. You do the absolute best job because this is work and right. you put yourself into it. There's no shame in your work no matter what your work is. If you're scrubbing toilets, you clean them until they sparkle because that's what you do. And that shows pride in your work. And that shows pride in you. And I have like, ever since I realized that I don't even remember, I I can probably assure you, I was watching a movie that taught me this, I did not do any type of documentary or anything, any type of deep reading, where I could say, Oh, this is how I found out about No, it's probably just my own entertainment that I watched a movie. And um, I try to remember that, like, even when I'm doing a job that I'm just like, I don't feel like doing this. I try to remember to have that type of mentality because work is, I mean, if it's something that you're doing and and you can have pride in it, then there's, there's never any shame in it. And I feel like in our culture, there's so much shame in so many jobs, you know, that so many people say lots of, you know, a, a janitor, like there's so much shame in being right. a janitor and, and there shouldn't be because you're doing a hard damn job. Like, and you're cleaning up people's yeah. shit. Like you like, and I don't mean like literal, sh- well, sometimes literal shit, but you know, you're cleaning up after people like you should be praised and put up on a pedestal because cleaning up after another person is disgusting.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I agree with that statement.
1: Yep. So um, we did, we did kind of get a little off course at our opening, but that it wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't. So um, <laughs> but that's good because I don't know how long we could actually talk about what we're going to talk about today, which would be, um, celebrities that we have met and, uh, maybe celebrities that we wish we could meet or, you know, we'll kind of see where it goes off. Now I have only met two celebrities. Uh, well actually, I guess technically it, it was six, but one of them was a group. So I met them all at the same time. Um, so oh. I would say, uh, how many, how many celebrities have you actually met?
0: two Two. okay (laughs) all right (laughs) I've seen I've seen a few more but actually yeah two
1: (laughs) okay we'll go who is who is your first give me give me whoever you want to talk about first
0: um well I met these two people at the same time oh Oh, but I could tell you let me let me just throw I want to tell Dylan's story um real quick because um him and I were dating at this time and his grandmother passed, and he had to, you know, um, fly to go to her funeral. Well, it was him, his brother, and his sister. And while they were in the airport, they saw Ron Jeremy. Hell yeah. all, I didn't even, I didn't even know who Ron Jeremy <laughs> was. He calls me. He's like, "You're never gonna believe who we saw." And I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, "Ron Jeremy." And I'm like, "Who the hell is Ron Jeremy?" He's like, "Are you?" And the first me? thing he said he was, "Whip it biggest- out." yeah he's like he's one of the biggest porn stars i'm like all right babe i have no fun clue who who no ron jeremy is and then he proceeds to say i'm never gonna wash this hand and i'm like um don't you think you might (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know he was joking or whatever but yeah he was so psyched that he had met ron jeremy and i guess i was the wrong you know how you phone a friend when yeah. something happens i was the wrong one to call because i'm like who the fuck is that Oh my god! <laughs> you know what they say he's a really
1: nice nice man like a really down to earth really nice man i watched a few
0: documentaries he has on it. to be he has to be he's so unattractive
1: <laughs> god damn
0: that he, was like, horrible ha- i am like straight up like he's so unattractive i don't i mean i don't i guess am i alone when i say like when you're talking about porn do you associate it with just the, the the size of the cock or or the size of the titty like it's about the whether the person is attractive or not right it, it, no
1: it totally i completely uh, i do not disagree with you and he totally owned that you know when you hear him talk about himself he's like oh i'm a hideous guy like if my dick wasn't so huge <laughs> i never would have been here yeah
0: I, yeah yeah like your dick's huge and you're a nice motherfucker yeah then it evens out <laughs> yeah, yeah. He,
1: I mean, every porn I've ever seen him in, he's got you know the the beer gut and the the long hair that looks greasy as hell. Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I met Shamar Moore, and I'm gonna let me say his name right, Joe Montinga Montinia Montinia. Oh yeah, because it was like Montagna, but it was Montinia because right. it was Italian. I had to look it up because I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> um, but I met Shamar Moore and Joe. Joe, um, I don't know if anybody knows who he is. I, I didn't know who he was before I met him. Uh I had never watched Criminal Minds. He was on. And, but and he was in The Godfather. And then when I met him, I was like, Oh you! <laughs> 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 yeah. But- <laughs> excuse me but yeah he's been in a lot uh he was in Bugsy do you oh yeah. remember that, <laughs> that movie he was in Bugsy uh Three Amigos yeah yeah so do you
1: know who I'm talking I, about I never watched well no I think I watched one episode of Criminal Minds um but I'm sure people people listening that have listened to that I would know him if I saw him I bet I just don't know him by name um tell people who uh who Shamar Moore is what he's been in
0: yeah, so Shamar Moore, um, I grew up watching him in The Young and the Restless. I never watched Soaps, but my mom did, and I thought he was, like, the hottest thing ever. And um, I don't know what – I know he was in um, Soul Train and um, Criminal Minds, but I'm going to tell you, I lost interest. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <I'm
1: sorry. laughs> For anybody listening, you didn't miss anything. I have no clue <laughs> what she's losing her mind
0: over yet. Oh my oh my God, I was sucking on a cold drop. <laughs> <I> sucked. <laughs> It sucked down <out> my throat. <laughs> 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 oh my God! <laughs> it's like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> That's what he said. Hey <clears throat> Oh my God, that kind of hurt, but it was funny. Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God, has that ever happened to you? I was it was like the very end of the of the cough drop and it just sucked in my throat like
1: <laughs> oh well my God. you know
0: i feel like rule you
1: know 15 of podcasting is don't have anything in your mouth <laughs> when you're trying to talk <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help it i, I needed know. it <laughs> no i have i have had that yes i've had that happen before and usually it's gum for me like i'll you know accidentally swallow it and then i have to stop like oh no <laughs> I, can't, I can't go oh
0: back oh my gosh I, I'm so sorry for all everybody's listening. I apologize. That was, it just happened so fast and so quick. That was like, that was authentic right there. There was, there was no denying that moment.
1: Um, I can tell you really quick though, okay. that I, when you said Shamar Moore, I was like, I know that name, but I can't think of who that is until with the moment you said he was young and the restless,
0: I was like, oh my God. Oh, I love him. I would have fallen yes. to pieces. That dude, is he's beautiful. <laughs> he's beautiful. He he is. He's a very attractive man. But I'm gonna tell you, whoever was dressing him when he was doing Soul Train, what a turn off! Like they should have been fired. I, I hated everything they used to have, make him wear—a whole bunch of clothes that were like ripped up. You know, of course, where the abs are and fringes, and I'm like, who the hell is dressing you? Like it—it it was it was terrible. Okay, so how I got the opportunity to meet them is. Um, One of my girlfriends who I went to high school with, she had a friend who was, well, oh yeah, this is a great story. I'm going to throw this out there and tell. <laughs> yeah, so she said that she had an affiliation with the Criminal Minds cast. She might sound like she was a writer or something, like she had deep affiliation. And she told my girlfriend that she could come and meet the cast and bring somebody with her. So my girlfriend chose me. So we go out there to California, and uh, oh yeah, because it's in California. Okay, so every year, Shamar's more Shamar Moore's mom has muscular Dis- sclerosis yeah. or muscular the sclerosis disease. or dystrophy. Yeah. MS. Um, What's muscular, MS? Sclerosis, muscular sclerosis. Yeah. Right. Okay, so she has that, and so they they do a um a thon thing for her, and they ride all these miles and get money and they you know give it to the cause so um they that's this is the event that they were throwing when we went out to California um so we get there and we get to the actual event and like we're we're talking you know you i mean you know me i'm a social butterfly like i really unless i'm uncomfortable or unless i just don't want to be where i'm at i'm going to be around talking to people you know <laughs> <laughs> you know so we're all like talking to people and and starting to learn things and and i'm asking these people like what do you do what do you do they have these criminal mind t-shirts you know there's like a tent and everything and they were like we're volunteers and i'm like and, and the girl that we we're with has the same t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, <laughs> so I'm like, um, so you got I, everybody who has these shirts on are volunteers. And, and they were like, yeah. And so I go straight back to her and I'm like, are you volunteering? And then she's like, what do you mean? I was like, you tried to act like you was working for the show. Like you work with criminal Minds. And I was like, are you volunteering? And she was like, does it matter? And I'm like, yeah, cause you lied. <laughs> What if I would have been like up up in Shamar's face, like, oh yeah, uh, Linda invited me, and and he's like looking at me, who the fuck is Linda? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Anyways, um, uh, not to even mention the fact that the whole entire time her vagina smelled like low tide. Wait, I was wait, wait,
1: (laughs) wait, wait, (laughs) but how? I'm not, I'm not being like dirty. Like, how do you know? I'm like,
0: how do you know that? What will (laughs) it? Um, because we, oh, oh, we're getting deep right now because we stayed in this, we had a beach house and we stayed in the same house together. And she stayed, like we stayed at me and my girlfriend were at the bottom level because there was um, two bedrooms, but the one bedroom downstairs had two beds in it. So me and my girlfriend stay in that bedroom And then she stayed in the one that was upstairs. Yeah, so we, and the kitchen and everything is up there. um, And to, like, if you want to go stand out on the balcony and, like, look at the beach, it's upstairs. So we go up there and her fucking door is open and she is butt-ass naked sprawled out on the bed, like, uh, I mean, literally, like she rolled up on the beach. That's she is just laid out, and we're like, "Oh my God, Linda, can't you keep the door?" No, it's hot. It was hot in there. You're like the Cali- Did you know in California that there's very few houses that have air conditioning because there's in? no humidity in California. For anybody, the- bullshit. <laughs> I've
1: been there a few times. It's hot, <laughs> but it's not humid.
0: Uh, it was hot, and I had like it was hot. Like I understand the reason why she wanted to air out her vagina, but still close your door okay and then you know like if somebody's um vagina stinks when you get in and out of a car you can smell it um if you're sitting beside them you can smell it i mean i'm not talking about a little stench i'm talking about low tide okay low tide yeah so yeah, you could smell it a lot, and it was disgusting and it was nasty. I'm not, I, should, and I, should I not knew... laugh so hard at this. <laughs> Why? I mean, shit. I mean, come on. If you know, if we can smell it, I know damn well you can smell yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Whew. Yeah, so she was just a liar all around. Everything she said was a lie, everything she did was a lie. And like I said, it didn't help that she stunk because it almost made it worse. Like you came you, she would come to you and, and your face will already have steak face on it before you, she even say anything. It's because the stitch. Ugh. so, but we did get to have this opportunity. So let me talk about that. Damn. <laughs> uh I was all we were all cool like everything was cool until you spend a couple days with people and see how they really are and shoot she was a piece of work I'm gonna tell you that like stay in your house a thousand cats hoarder piece of work you know like that oh she was crazy in her head anyways um so found out that she was a volunteer and then um so Joe and Shamar and then they, they come and it's, they have like a thing, like a, um, a backdrop over there. So people who knew that, you know, lived in the area or people who, you know, fan <laughs> um, knew that they were going to be at this event, they are allowed to come and, you know, have a photo up. So we were helping, we were like setting up the, the tables and um uh, like under these tents and stuff. And so, we I saw Shamar. Shamar came with his girlfriend and his mother. His mother was dressed to the nines. Girl, she had the big, huge, floppy sun hat, white the sunglasses, white her linen uh, uh dress, her linen dress white. I mean, she was uh, oh darling, she was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, his girlfriend looked like she was Asian. And she was very petite and very small. She was so cute. Um, I don't know how she dealt with him and all those girls. And f- I don't know how she did that because I couldn't have done that. Um, and he is such a flirt. Like super, super, to me, annoying flirt. Like I will dig the pictures and um, give them to Stacy so she can put him up I literally have pictures of me putting my hand up like nigga if you don't get out my face <laughs> yeah because he like he can't like first of all my girlfriend went first like to take pictures and stuff with him and um, she is highly sexual and very flirtatious and so like those two together are just like you know a, a firecracker explosion they love that shit now, me, on the other hand, I don't really like that. Like, I don't care who you are, how much you get paid, or how handsome you are. Like, don't... He just leaned in and started trying to kiss, you know, he because he was giving kisses on the mm-hmm. cheek, you know? And, um, and I'm like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Back up, buh. Um, and, uh, and he was like, oh, oh, I can't... I can give everybody here on a kiss on the cheek, but I can't give you... I was like, you just leaned in like you were just like... I don't know it was just too much you know I I end up letting him give me a little peck on the cheek before we um, left or whatever but he was just like he was like oh you're the only one you know and I'm like well I always take I usually take that position like <laughs> the girl uh, Linda that I was telling you about the one has smelled like we died <laughs> she-, <laughs> she she did I I'm not going to deny facts. Facts are facts, okay? So she made this wooden paddle. I can't remember what it said, but she made it to give to him, like, as a gift because people had, like, made things to give to him. And she made him bend over so she could smack him with it. (laughs) (laughs) I have a picture of that too. (laughs) Yeah, so Joe um he he did not do a photo op it was just Shamar. joe was underneath of the uh tent and i have never been involved with a celebrity before I'm, i wasn't starstruck by any means like i said i hadn't even watched the show i just knew who shamar was you know mm-hmm. so um i didn't know how to interact with him so i didn't uh you know I did say hi when I um when I came from the photo the photo op part um into the tent I you know said hey and he said hey and that was it. Well, as we spent more time under there he started to talk to me and my girlfriend and he introduced us to a couple people and asked us what our name was. We took a picture underneath the tent and then he invited us to go to his restaurant which is called um uh, excuse me the taste of chicago and it was in um downtown los a- los is that right los, a- yeah, uh, los angeles yeah huh? that yeah los angeles um and let me tell you we went to that restaurant first of all it was great um if you could have i got you could have a big huge italian sausage with bell peppers and onions loaded on top of it with cheese if you want oh my god it was just so i mean when you bite into it you hear a crunch like oh oh my gosh that's just way to my heart (laughs) (laughs) so the food the food was great and we sat down and we were eating and then we look up i look up and i see joe and i see his wife and they're going around and they're clearing the tables they're talking to everybody getting drink refills and i'm thinking this is how cool like how cool he to me i I know that i was like you know struck in by shamar because i grew up with him and i thought he was so hot that's the only thing that i thought i never thought he was a great actor or i knew much about him to know he's a great human being or anything i didn't know any of that um And this guy, I never knew anything about him, but I left that, that situation loving him more than I could ever love Shamar more because he was so sweet and he was so down to earth and he was so genuine and, um, he was getting ready to him and his wife were getting ready to, she says she does not like to be on camera. Um, her name is Arlene um she said uh he said before he came over to us and was talking to us and he introduced us to some more people and he was like before I leave you want to get one last photo and and uh because that the other girl low Todd, was in the other <laughs> t- photos I, though, so. I
1: can't every time you- <laughs> I don't mean to laugh every time you say it it sparks like a giggle <laughs> you know
0: I, I think maybe it wouldn't be normal for me to to talk about a female like that because I don't but I feel like she tortured me that whole fucking trip. Like, she tortured me, and for me, her name will always be Low Tide. And you know what? If somebody period. had
1: made me believe I was coming there to meet somebody because they knew him, and then I ended up having to help set everything up, like, if you had just been straight up with yeah. me from the beginning, I would have said, hell yeah, I'll come help set up. That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, she lied. She lied about so many... Let me just tell this piece so people don't think I'm an asshole, so they know that she is the asshole because she kept she kept telling us that she had to um go to we okay she's not an active person we wanted to go to hollywood we wanted to walk up to the hollywood sign well as far as you can go now um we wanted to go kayaking these are all the things we wanted to do and she didn't want to do it uh she so we were like okay well if you don't want to do it we're gonna leave you know we did not come all the way to california to sit in a townhouse Mm -hmm. you know um so we end up leaving well she just kept calling calling i need and we took the car so she didn't have a car Mm. okay um and it was an hour and a half away because we were staying in santa barbara but we went to we went back to los angeles Mm. okay so it takes time and i don't know if anybody knows Uh, traffic so it was going to be a whole it was going to be a whole day event, okay? We had planned, we got up early that morning we were going to stay as late as we can until we just uh-huh. fell out, right? So she keeps calling all day, calling, calling. Not me, she keeps calling my girlfriend because she don't, she don't know me like that. Um, calling, calling, calling her phone over and over again until the point where she's like, I'm just like, answer it, answer it, see what she wants because this is just ridiculous. So she, um, she calls her back and she says that she needs to go she's feeling really sick and that she has um what she says, she needs a a can- she has a she has some form of cancer and she really needs to get this shot that's like a um it helps boost her immune system kind of thing and that she has called her doctor from fredericksburg and told him to call it in to um, where wait, we are and she can go let's get Side note: shot.
1: Fredericksburg is in Virginia a tiny little town in Virginia which is all the way across the U.S.
0: yeah so she says she had her doctor call it in to the CVS in uh, Santa Barbara where we were staying so she tells us she, she has to get this shot she's feeling really sick but blah, blah. and I mean how can we deny that she's you know i already think she's a liar but how can i do how can we deny that she's not feeling bad and how can we not say that we're going to make it back in order in enough time for her to this girl to get her shot if she's sick so she can feel better Mm -hmm. right so we get we got we are like all right we're gonna cut the day short but you know we're out of here and we're gonna go so we go we pick her up we take her to the cvs and when we get there there's like a not a line of people, I would probably say five people in front of her, and people are sitting around and waiting, so we start to walk through the store or whatever, and um, we end up in the back of the store where the pharmacy is uh, looking at some end caps or something, and then I heard, started to hear people talk, and I heard people talking about the the flu shot, and that that's what they were waiting for, and I'm like, Missy, do you think she, oh shit, oh, <laughs> you
1: you didn't well, you you did not true. mention the other person so I think you're
0: you're okay oh, okay so I'm like do you think I was like she you don't think she's here like she's you know because the whole time we're thinking that she's lying I'm like do you think she's here to get a flu shot and she's like no no and I'm like okay well I'm gonna listen so we are listening they call her name and and they go sit her down I boldly walk up to where she is sitting she, she's just sitting she's getting ready she, they put her arm out there and the lady's putting the rubber band I was like is, are you getting ready to get a flu shot and the nurse like yeah she is and I'm like oh yeah yeah and i'm and i'm i'm livid at this point like are you serious like you lied about you need a cancer shot like a shot for your cancer like i've been she, i know she didn't have cancer i i know she didn't like everything in my gut says she, but she did There, little shit like this the whole entire trip kept playing out and it was just like i, I told missy i was like i'm afraid to go to sleep because she's gonna kill us like she's gonna kill us yeah it's just nuts it, it was just crazy i will not do that again i will never take a trip with somebody that i don't know like that wow yeah see i'm glad that you i'm glad you told that story because
1: yeah you can call her whatever names you want if you're out here faking cancer you can fuck off
0: yeah yeah. And you're like, I, I really need to go get this shot for my immune system and lied and said that she called her doctor in Virginia to get him to transfer everything to the senior just so she could, and I'm like, girl, anyway, so um, back to Joe, he has a rest the restaurant called the Taste of Chicago. So I was looking it up so I could find some pictures because I we have a picture in front of the restaurant but I wanted to see if they like had interior pictures and stuff like. That. Well, this is what I sadly came across. It really hurt my heart. It says Taste of Chicago closing Friday, March twenty second, two thousand nineteen. So they've Aww. closed. And the um, the passage says, after fifteen plus wonderful years, we have decided that it's time to close Taste of Chicago next Friday. March 22nd will be our final day in business and we hope during that time you get a chance to stop by and say goodbye. It's with a heavy heart that we say a sincere thank you to our dear, hardworking and dedicated staff and of course to you, our loyal and stellar customers. All good things must come to an end and this is oh. one of them. J- Arlene, month. I know. I'm so glad I was a part of that because that was, to me, was a really awesome experience, yeah. you know? Uh, it, was so, it was such a, a little teeny, tiny place, you know? And I love those places, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you know, kind of like a little hole in the wall kind of place. And it just was great, you know? Uh, and he was great. I, I just, I, I walked away thinking that he is just a fantastic human being
1: oh that's awesome I, I, I loved that story
0: I loved that I mean you were a part of Godfather <laughs> what you, you was a, oh you're an OG. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that there's like you know um uh, that we have this in our mind that all stars are stuck up and you know like one day uh, me and uh a friend of mine at the time went to go eat at Shane's rib shack and we were in there just eating our barbecue and Nene Leeks from um, real housewives of Atlanta comes in and she's like starstruck. You know, my friend, she's like starstruck. Oh, (coughs) not another cough drop. It's not, it's not. (laughs) Um, She's like, Oh my God, it's Nene Lee. I'm like, who? And, And she's like from the housewives of Atlanta and like her husband, Greg, um, uh, was out front in their little uh Mercedes vehicle. Like I think, what are they called? G wagons or something like I don't that. Know. <laughs> I don't. I think it's called G Wagons. Anyways, he was out there and he was waiting for her. So Nini goes to the drink machine and she's like still starstruck. And I'm like, well, if you're that struck, go say something. So she goes to say something and she totally ignores her. <sighs> and she's like and then she says it like again like hi how are you or something and she was like i don't have time and she gets her drinks and walk away and i'm thinking are you shitting me right now um i'm gonna need you to perm your kitchen back there all nappy before you get all um high and mighty, talking about you ain't gonna talk to nobody you don't have time <laughs> kitchen just as nappy. And if, if you don't I know, do know I do else, know. I was well, so
1: proud. But I was going to
0: well, tell you, <laughs>
1: you to tell everybody else. Go, go ahead. I, tell I what learned what No, no, no. Shh, sorry. One of my dogs is now barking because this is a perfect time. Um, I learned what a kitchen was <laughs> from Grey's Anatomy. I tell you Grey's Anatomy teaches me some stuff. Um, it is just a section of the back of your, your head your, uh, where your hair meets the nape of your neck. And it just tends to be the kinkiest, tightest little curls on, uh, I don't know if it's on anybody other than African-American hair. Uh, I have a bunch of cowlicks where mine is, but I certainly wouldn't call it a kitchen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep, that's it. Her kitchen was just this nappy. How are you going to be mean and nappy? Come on. You
1: know what? It's funny because I, I go back and forth with stars because I imagine, you know, with as annoyed as I get, With basic human interaction, which is very, very minor. I think, gosh, would I be that way? Would I be like, let's say Eminem. Eminem's an amazing artist. I think a pretty decent human being from all things considered, but you know, definitely has no problem saying, Hey, get away from me. I'm with my family, or I'm here not to talk to you. You know, I have every right to be here. But it's always kind of, it's always kind of bothers me a little bit when you're with your family. Yeah, you shouldn't be bothering somebody with their family. But then again, who's to say you should be bothering them when they're out by themselves. But then there's people like Betty White, who will say things like, you know, you need to be appreciative because we are we're not guaranteed for people to love us or to have us on their TV screens or to watch our movies that we're in. And there's never been a day that I haven't appreciated that people still like me and still
0: want to see me. That's exactly how I feel like you're paid to do that shit for real, for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I do understand being with your family, but when you're by yourself and somebody walks up, I just, I kind of feel like this is, that's who you are. That's your job now. Like, and you get paid for it. And does that mean that they should never have moments of, of, you know, silence or, or be able to go do something without somebody approaching them? You kind of signed up for that. <laughs> you know you're you're right
1: you're exactly right because you think of being an artist you know like um, when you first start out being an artist and you're creating your own music or you're telling a story or you're writing or you're acting whatever artistry that you're in it's for you when you start out it's very personal and then when people start to like it and want to see more of you you feel so most people i should say a lot of people would feel so blessed about it and so like appreciative that people want to see their art and
0: no matter what it is and ultimately that's what they're doing right like right. they put their self out there for people
1: and then it becomes overwhelming you know? and the media doesn't help yeah i mean the, the media doesn't help in any way when it comes to this stuff it you know it used to be that stars were treated like i mean i don't mean to sound like um oh back in my day but in like, say, like the 50s, you know, the era of like the movie stars, stars were treated like, like gods, you know, whereas now it's just like, what dirt can I get on somebody? Like, how can I drag them down just so I can get likes?
0: Right, right. So, so who have you met? Well, I
1: went, I had, um, I had a boyfriend uh, years ago when I was, um, I went to my sister's wedding and we went to Tennessee for her wedding. So that's where she lived. And I brought my boyfriend with me and we were, gosh, I don't know. I think I was 18 when I was with him and he would have been 19 or 20. And so we go to like after her wedding or before it, What we were there for a couple of days. So we just, you know, Tennessee is a, is a Southern uh, state. And they had a lot of, um, like the Grand Ole Opry's there. And, um, they had a lot of things, uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to think of it. it was like a museum we went to a museum and they had the car from um oh no i'm not gonna remember the name of the show uh oh, i can't believe i just blanked on the name of the people and the show that they were in <laughs> shit what i just completely <laughs> blanked because it wasn't a show oh, no. it wasn't a show i watched um oh my god dukes of hazard there it is there it is okay so the show dukes of hazard they had a specific car that they and and anybody listening that knows that show will know exactly what i'm talking about but they had yeah i do do you what was the do you know the car's name the car had a name
0: i oh no i don't know the car's name but who but everybody knows the dukes of. okay so
1: so they had their actual car there and we were just looking, and my my boyfriend at the time, oh my goodness, he he loved Dukes of Hazzard, he loved, like, he just, he was all excited to see it, and I, I mean, it was interesting for me, but I had never watched it, and back then I was a really, uh, I was emo before emo was a thing, like, I was a goth kid, you know, I liked heavy music and dark stuff, and I just wasn't into any of that stuff, so I was like, oh, this is cool, you know. And then a guy comes walking around the corner, and if if I could show you my friend's face, I mean, or my boyfriend's face at the time, I mean, he was starstruck. Like he just, and I I didn't know some. It was just some guy. I didn't know who it was. He was very friendly. Came over, said hello to us, shook all of our hands. And my boyfriend, it was it it was Bo. It was Bo from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, okay. And um, he, but I didn't know until after the guy left. Like I had no idea who he was, and I could not figure out why my boyfriend was so just fanboyed out. I mean <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute, and um he was a the car there, yeah, they had that's what we were doing. We were looking at the car, and then oh. out comes Bo, like, hey, you know, I'm here to was see it people the
0: real one yeah, that's so cool, yeah, he was very he nice. It
1: the general, right that's it, General Lee, right? Is it General Lee?
0: yeah they- and then they the only reason it made me think of it is when you did that country accent and I was, i'm to saying the general <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the general yep
1: yep i think yeah so um we met him and again i had no idea who he was he was a very nice man he stayed and talked to us for a little bit he um i think he signed something for my boyfriend um i know i took a picture of them i don't have it anymore it was back before a back before camera phones were a thing. So um, I don't know. I don't know what I think I gave him both copies of that picture. But uh, he was so he was so starstruck and it was the sweetest thing. So I did. Are you that way? I'm not that way. um, No, I I don't think I acted that way when I met uh, the people I'm about to talk about. Um, And I'm
0: so surprised about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So let me let me paint you a little picture. So one one um oh actually before I do that, let me tell you my husband's uh person that he met. Um my husband met Aesop Rock, not to be confused oh, with what? A- He met Aesop Rock, not not to be confused with Aesop Rocky, who's a completely different person.
0: Um What is that?
1: You don't know who Aesop Rock is?
0: Oh, ASAP Rock <laughs> <laughs> The way it's it's <laughs> <What? laughs> You sound like you were saying sop Rocky. Aesop. <laughs> I thought you were saying sop Rocky. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Asap
1: Rocky? No. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. He did not meet Aesop Rocky. He <laughs> met Aesop Rock, a completely different man. <laughs> Anybody who's listening who knows who Aesop Rock is. <laughs>
0: I have no idea I have
1: no idea. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Okay, well I you know what? I don't know why, but I feel like Dylan knows who Aesop Rock is. I feel like he well, does. Why? No This dude is not white! Stop judging me <laughs> <laughs> What? <gasps> Oh no, something. Oh, is it? Are you still there? Oh. Yeah, what did you say? I said he's not white. Stop judging me. Aesop Rock is a, I guess he's kind of an underground rapper.
0: Oh yeah, he does know who he is because I've heard, i See, I told you he'd know. Yep
1: oh my god okay so (laughs) so he he met him at a show and Rick said he's like you know I never thought I would be starstruck I never thought I'd be that person he's like but it was all I could do to even talk to him he's like he was so just oh just he loves him like he was so blown away to meet him
0: (laughs) he does
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god he does a lot of political rap um well not political exactly but like his his um what he raps about is not it's his style is not my style like I think he's really talented and I enjoy it like there's a couple of songs I really like But his stuff kind of, like, makes me feel really somber and down. And when I listen to rap, I want to be, like, I want to be dancing in the car. Like, I want to be hyped up with a bunch of bass. Like, I don't want you to give me a lot of meaningful lyrics.
0: (laughs) Is this so – okay, when I say this, I say this with love. Is this mean? And I don't mean to be mean, okay? But it is really hard for me to picture you (laughs) in the car – it 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 really it's hard for me to picture you in the car going ha- hard to some hip hop. I picture you like in the car with a Lennox more set. I
1: was I was gonna say you picture me with Michelle Branch. Like I'm just like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but almost every rap song because I'm the person who like I just I did it earlier today when we were talking. I'll put rap lyrics in our conversation and uh you always know what I'm talking about or you always come back with the other and I'm, I'm so shocked
1: <laughs> I I loved I love some old school Lil' Kim and I had a girl at work that was like there is no way your white ass is bumping a Lil' Kim <laughs> In <the car>. yeah <laughs> Oh I, I, I know I I definitely do not. Uh, I'm the opposite stereotype of anybody that would listen to rap. I really am. I I just I like stuff that makes me move. That makes me feel something me too, like girl. just, and that's that's what does it a lot of the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I love these pop music too, though. <laughs> so,
0: I do too. I love it. I love it all. At all, and I do like some. I I do from- love alternatives. Yeah, I. I, I
1: oh country um there's a few there's a a few country artists a few country songs that i like um but i also have a a soft spot for like grunge and rock music because that's what i that's what i grew up in so i can't do that (gasps) Uh, that, no there's a there's a couple bands that i i like but it's it's very selective for the most part it it's not it's not really my thing but um Oh God, that was so funny. So to get to get us back on track, my <laughs> my story of the um the last famous uh, people that I met it was a, a group and my my husband one year for Christmas um he gives me this folder wrapped up. And I unwrap it and it's got a, a band. I'm, I'm going to say the band of it, but it has a band name on the front. And I'm like, what is this? And I open it up and inside and I still have it. I should probably upload pictures of it when I tell the story. So, um, I open it up and inside there's a picture of the band and there's a printout of where he has bought VIP tickets. And I always go with one of my friends all the time to see this band. We go all the time. So, um, I uh, I was like, Oh, sweet. You know, my friend uh, and again, I'm gonna use their names because they won't mind my friend Natalie and I we're gonna go we're gonna go and see this band. And then I'm like, Oh, my gosh, you got me VIP tickets. And I'm gonna get to meet them. And I'm gonna get to be in the front row. And I've never done that. And I'm so excited. And then he's like, flip it over, you know, go to the next page. There's other pages in there. So I flip it over. And the next page is a drawing of an airplane. And I'm like, I don't I don't understand. Like, I know the tickets are in Virginia, so I don't have to go anywhere. And then he's like, Well keep going (laughs) and I flip the next page and he has bought a plane ticket for my friend Monica and he's gonna fly her out and we're all gonna go together. And even now it makes me like get teary eyed.
0: Oh, my God! I love you, Rick! Oh, he's so sweet that is the sweetest, oh my God and
1: what he he was flying her out, and the reason was because it was two boy bands together on this particular tour, and the uh, the boy band that was opening for the boy band we were gonna see was her favorite. She's a few years younger than me, about five and a half years younger than me, so um. Where now he's going to, so it's like, I'm crying, you know, like, oh, like my eyes are getting all watery. just talking about it. So, um, Aww. I'm so excited and I don't even know what to do with myself. So he, um, the, the band that I met and the band that my, my two best friends met, uh, we're new kids on the block. And, um, we, we go in for our, our VIP, you know, so you have to stand in this long ass line. You've got a separate place that you go in that all the rest of the people don't go into. And, it, like they have to go through your bags, you know, just like, nor. but it's like, it's so much slower because the VIP section isn't, it's, it's run by, I don't know, volunteers, I guess. I have no idea, but it's not, you know, when you're going into a concert, they're usually pretty efficient and you're in, you know, you're getting in there and you're sitting down pretty quickly but this took, I mean, it was hours that we stood in this line and just waiting to get our bags checked. And then they give you like a VIP bag. You know, it has like a T-shirt and it, they had boy shorts in there that said N-K-O-T-B-S-B, I think, <laughs> um, because Backstreet Boys was the band opening for them. I've never been a big Backstreet Boy fan. I mean, I don't dislike them, whatever. I just never really got into them. But like I said, my friend Monica, her uh, favorite band. So it was just like the best thing for all of us. Natalie and I love the new hey, kids. Monica! <laughs> Natalie and I love the new kids. Monica loves Backstreet Boys. So we're like, okay. And we we get up there, they take you upstairs and it's standing room only. Like you can't sit at all. And they give you like water or soda and they give you like, um, it's like a little cheese plate, you can get grapes and, you know, cheese and stuff like that. But like, it just wasn't and I'm not I'm not knocking it. But it was, it was very stressful for an extremely short meeting. Because again, you could pay to have like a, a group meeting where 10 of us went in at one time. Or, um, you could pay for individuals and they were way more expensive. And I didn't, you know, I told him, he was like, I I didn't know what you would want. I figured you would want to meet them with your friends. And I'm like, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Like, all it is, is a quick, I know how this works. Like, we're not going to have a meaningful conversation. Like, I'm just going to meet these people. And then, you know, that's going to be the end of it. So, um, they call us back or they make us get in a line. Again, we're all standing there lined up and then they tell us to, um, Uh, go through in groups and like before we get in there my friend there my two friends are holding my hands and I'm like I need you guys to get off me (laughs) I can't do this it's too much (laughs) like you can't (laughs) so we uh we go back there and it was so I know this is going to sound odd to say but it was so weird to see them in in 3d you know to see them in an actual like
0: Yeah. no yeah i get it 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 was
1: so bizarre to to see these people that i had i had loved for so long and had had wanted to meet for so long and had just and they were so much you know smaller in person you you picture them larger than life and then when you meet them um there were uh uh, and they were all lined up they all like we just kind of went down the line and gave everybody a hug and it was just it was so nice like it was quick, but it was just, Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, thank you. So like I I said something like, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. You know, I was really calm about it. I didn't act a fool. And then we had to line up and, and get in the picture. So we all took a picture and I'll make sure I upload that picture as well um i am cheesing the whole i mean my whole face just about broke yeah. apart <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great that's just great. and we
1: walked out and i burst into tears when we walked out i'm just like it's
0: just really? so much it's just so much oh Aww. <laughs> Aww, you're so happy
1: i i was i was but i held it together until we got out i did not act a fool until after we got out of there and uh so, yeah, it was it was good. It was great. It was so much fun and I'm so glad I I did. And uh we I mean we all had we all had a great time. That was the first concert that I'd ever been to with all three of them and
0: it was so much fun. That's so awesome. And what a great gift. <laughs>
1: wow. It it was. It was. It was great. And I, I loved every second of it. So
0: This I guess this will be the last me and my sister-in-law were um fanning on mgk there for a while and he'll always be one of my favorites i don't wait who is it like i love him so um
1: hey uh every everything's cutting out and i don't know why like right when you started talking everything got really like choppy hello
0: what did what did you say?
1: Oh, there you are. I said everything got choppy. I had no idea what oh, you said, like can any you hear of it. it
0: now, no.
1: yeah, it's fine. Go just start out
0: where you started. Start ugh, me Start, start again. What, what you were saying? We're fanning on MGK, and I know a lot of people don't like him. My husband is one of those people. <laughs> he does. He's like, why do you listen to him? I I just like him, and um. We went to one of his concerts together uh, here in Atlanta and during one part of the show, and I can't remember, I, I wish I could remember what I said. I don't remember, but I hollered something because it was, it's it where he had the concerts more, before he got big or anything. Um, it was a very intimate setting, like, you know, we were sitting, I I have to, I'll I'll give pictures uh, because I got pictures of him on the stage and where we were sitting and stuff like that. But anyway, so I shouted, you know, I got a big mouth. So I shouted something to him in a moment where it was kind of quiet in there because he was (laughs) at the, he was at the end of the stage with the mic and he was like talking and I yelled something. And right after I yelled something, he looked right over at me and my sister-in-law and he said something in reply to what I said I can't remember you know it's all a blur kind of thing but I remember (laughs) like holy shit Mm -hmm. like you know he heard what I said and he replied to it am I going (laughs) crazy so I look over at my sister-in-law and I'm like did you eat did he? and she's like shaking she's like happy her face is lit up and she's like yeah yeah and I'm like oh and we had a moment you know like holy shit know, yeah. it was so crazy yeah I have to say like that was like a I, that was a starstruck moment for me if I ever had to say I had one because I was just like holy crap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that that actually made me think of um i went and saw i've seen boys to men twice now um since they had their reunion where it's only the the three guys the fourth guy didn't didn't come but when i saw them i saw them once with new kids actually and then another time just by themselves actually came to fredericksburg and performed in fredericksburg so we went to see that and um they uh it was awesome during the the concert a girl had her cell phone and she she wasn't recording them she was talking to somebody and she had her phone up so that when they were singing you know they would sing right to her friend and one of the guys leaned down and took the phone from her and sang right into the phone and then pulled the microphone away and spoke to whoever this was for a moment and i can't even imagine how amazing that was For that girl and then he gave the phone back and then he let her um, take a
0: picture with him and so that she could send it to her friend and say like, oh my God, you talked to him. would kill me if I didn't see this. He got a chance to meet Freddy Krueger. Yeah, not only, not only did he get a chance to meet Freddy (laughs) Krueger, when he met him, his brother is a huge, huge fan of him. So when he met him, he was like, man, my brother is such a huge fan of yours. Would you mind doing a little video? Um, and I'll get him to, I know he has the video. I know he'll never lose that in his life. Um, see if I can get the video so you can put it up on our social media. He did a video for um, Dylan's brother and said his name and everything in it and did a little like, you know, yeah, it was so cool, like so cool of him to do that. But yeah, babe, I didn't forget about your stories. <laughs>
1: yeah. <so. laughs> oh, I love, I love that.
0: That's I, I love when people just do something it really like that. Does. I mean, because it, just, it means so much. His brother wasn't even there. His brother was in Virginia, you know, and and he met him here. So Dylan had a moment, and then he was able to send yeah. that to his brother. His brother's like, oh shit, you know, like. <laughs> He was so happy. I think the moral (laughs) of this podcast is that there's some cool ass stars out there. And to wash your vagina so it doesn't smell like low tide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I guess we end on that.